Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my summer... Is that your summer wear? Wear and co-host, Alexander Volts. Say hello. And This is this is more like uh, Mike's room runs real warm. <laughs> I'm going to sweat. Let me be comfortable. Dude, it's not only a warm room. Always. Always. It's always. the hottest room in this whole house. Yeah. My AC is on the fritz. Yes. <laughs> when setting up, it just turned off on its own. I did a little... Uh, Blowing the cartridge magic. Got it working again. Got it working again. But at any moment. It's it's going to be a cruel, cruel summer. And I will react as though it's happening for the first time. I will go. I'll, be, I'll <laughs> knock stuff over. I'll be a fucking baby about it, dude. I'm hot, dude. It's hot in here. This is every album ever. The podcast where we listen to every single album in the world. One artist at a time. Sometimes one album at a time. Uh, today, we'll be discussing the every with the one album by... Embrace. Embrace. The, the punk band, not the Brit pop band. Not the Brit pop band. Actually, I've, uh, I think I've, out of every episode that we've done, 90 something at this point, I have referenced YMO and Embrace the most. Yeah. Like, I, I keep bringing them up because they keep, like, I don't know why I just have these associations. They're my Kevin Bacon of music. Yeah. After, uh, after listening to this album, this is a, uh, uh, random album to bring up all you the time. it's not random alex <laughs> it's fucking pioneered emo i mean yeah i hope i hope you got some takes oh, i hate if, you if it I, was just me this be a, like a 10 minute episode oh, i'm already angry <laughs> i'm already fucking angry it's nothing bad it's nothing bad <laughs> you should be crying with me alex yeah crying with me Ah, uh, shit what, oh yeah if you're new here then hello you must like interesting and obscure music hi uh we do a lot of that here mostly Some, that something about your uh phrasing right there was very jay Burchell to me oh jay oh wait you mean Baruchel? what whatever the, the tall skinny dweeb guy yeah man whatever happened to him is he dead he's still going he's still going i saw him on uh they were like a few years old some letter kenny episodes and I hope he's yeah. all right. He seems like a good dude. He seems he, all right. He gave us Goon. Goon wasn't Goon? Amazing. I've never, never, saw, never seen Goon. Oh, fuck. Wait, what's Goon? I know the name. It's uh, okay, the hockey right. movie. Oh, oh, oh. With Sean William Scott. And dude, you bring up Sean William Scott. I'm already, I already have all kinds of assumptions, pre-made assumptions. Dude, they will be blown away. Okay. If, yeah. If, Turns out Sean William Scott is a great actor. And Goon is just like... An amazing movie. So, all right, don't watch the sequel, but the the first one. Fuck, where I where I've been yeah. living? I've been living in Ian McKay's world, dude. Yes. I've been living in Discord Records because, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I was going on a thing and then I got sidetracked. I uh, got sidetracked. You can you can subscribe if you like. You can hit all those stupid fucking buttons if you want. Okay, I don't like YouTube. I don't like fucking Instagram. I don't like any of this shit. I don't want to be here, but if you like it's, this, then you help us out. It's the nature of the beast. Exactly. You'll find a whole link to the Embrace Embraces One album in the, in the description. Uh, but we usually got playlists. So if you want to check out the playlist, everyalbumever.com, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Patreon.com slash everyalbumever. If you want to you know, help us out, you get some bonus episodes. Uh, if you want to suggest artists for us, you can jump the line. Make sure we get to it uh, ever. Because yes. a lot of them are off their way off for uh, for not being a a hugely popular podcast yeah, it's yeah. somehow the the requests have it, gotten it's uh gotten out of control it's interesting i i really i really do to my core believe that everybody who sent a request uh has never has not listened like since like like oh this is a good all right all right try these guys and they just never came back yep. yeah, all right also okay. like probably not true but i do feel that way 
haven't given a shout out to Connie in a while, but she was like, oh yeah, day one, day one, Connie day one, and she has not made a request in so long. It's been a while that I'm sure she's listening to this, and I I feel like she should get a a cut for being a day one, always sharing, always reposting. She's, she'll get 10% of our $10 a month that we get. <laughs> oh, I meant like a cut oh, I, in line. For, I know, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> but also maybe a cut. So uh, yeah, you can, if, if you haven't cashed in in a while, Connie, I would, uh, I'd, I'd be open to that. As would I, as would I. Uh, but yeah, you know, you could uh, you also just send a standard request, every album ever at gmail.com. Uh, we will put it on the, on the main list. We will get to it. We eventually, but yes. uh, if you want to just, if you can't wait for some reason, but uh, embrace. So this is a bit of a loose ends, not really, but kind of to both our minor threat episode well, and our Fugazi episode. We're really blurring the lines between yeah, they're all loose end episodes. They're all just connected. Uh, Imakai, dude. Imakai uh, bands. Yeah. Uh, fucking the, the, the most lovable punk Muppet. He is, he is kind of Muppety. Um, His voice is. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I love the guy. Yeah. I saw when uh, the, you know, the brief things that have been written about this band that it was a uh, part of something called uh, the revolution summer, the revolution summer of 85. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I clicked on it thinking it'd be this big Wikipedia. It's like a paragraph. It's got to be nothing. Yeah. Fucking uh, joke. Yeah. I, I found a documentary called salad days, which mm. I was like, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. Guess what? Didn't, 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 didn't. I don't know. Could have just left out the entire <laughs> information, but I like well, just like, hey, hey, guess what? You can't. I could have found out more. Chose not to. Fuck off. Chose not to. Fuck off. Also, if anyone wants to check out Salad Days, it's on the uh, the Canopy app. What the fuck is that? So, if you're cool and you have a library card, <laughs> and you also call it library. Yes, that's how I pronounce it. <laughs> uh, Canopy lets you uh, stream things completely free so dude what a way to like make library cards relevant right because who the f- come on let's this be honest guy. here let's be honest how many percentage percentile and what percentile do you think probably you're, probably the lo- fucking like 98 yeah 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 god damn well reading sucks dude it's boring uh <laughs> but stream streaming uh right. documentaries about uh i'm not even getting paid to do this about uh the dc hardcore scene hell yeah I can't believe I haven't watched it. I feel like a fraud. Uh, many ways I am, but I, I, I actually am pretty curious. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Revolution Summer except for like for it's a spring and fucking e, gray matter. Maybe I don't. Yeah, know. it's this discharge records. You Discord. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Discharge don't, is a very cool punk band. Yes, yes. I'm thinking of the wrong punk yeah. logo, but um, yeah. Um, I'm amazed. This sounds good. The album. Yeah. Uh, they only played like nine, nine shows. 15. 15? Yeah. All right. That's why Mike's here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's from the, the horse's mouth discord. Mm-hmm. That's what that's according to discord. Uh, yeah. It's like bands like this fascinate me. also, a lot of punk bands like this fascinate me that they, uh, they did so little. They put out one record. They played fucking less than 20 shows and uh, inspired all kinds of, all kinds of shit. They inspired an entire subgenre that I mostly hate. A lot of people mostly hate. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can definitely, I can hear it. Yeah, like how someone could listen to that and warp it into the monstrous. Evolve it, Alex. Yeah. Evolve it, not warp. 
warp <laughs> into the warp speed. Gotcha. Full speed ahead. Warp right with you. Warp tour it. <laughs> warp tour. That's now that's that's how you come to a conclusion. You warp tour that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So I can I can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah. So uh, a lot of uh. Well, I mean, yeah. Those who don't know, it was originally emo hardcore. Well, it started as emotional hardcore, then it kind of got hyphenated to emo core, and then a few years later, you know, emo, more emo started manifesting. All this other emo stuff. Yeah. To the point where we have emo rap now. Uh, how far? Or I, how I, far closest to that is goth rap? Hey. <laughs> I feel like the lines do kind of get blurred. Like there's this, I fucking hate them. There's this group called priest uh-huh. or sorry, um, prayers, mm-hmm. prayers. And it's this like uh, a cholo dude who kind of blends all that shit. So, I hate it. Sounds pretty cool to me, dude. It's cholo dude. He's probably rad fool. I think he's, he's probably like one of Kat Von D's exes or something. Oh, the dude, that fucking, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. That guy. He, it's a hot man. <laughs> it, whoa. I don't fucking remember what he looks like. I'm just saying shit. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to leave a picture of him. What's the fuck, his fucking name? Kevin uh, D's goth bitch. Just put in like <laughs> prayers, ba- electronic duo. Prayers, the electronic duo. Electronic duo. From San Diego, Holmes. Oh, shit. Cholo-goth.com, dude. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's just fun. Uh, Rafael Reyes? Yep, that's him. Yep, and he is... Mi- oh, this dude's fucking gross. Oh, my God. He's this a Cholo-Choloman. That's a Cholo-Choloman, dude. Yeah. And, oh yeah. God. And uh, embraced... Embra- or embrace... Cause, cause this directly, directly. Direct, it's a one to one. One to one. They punched that guy. Fell. That's yep, what happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Now I'm really bummed. That I don't know more about the Evolution Summer. But I do know a little bit, a little bit about the band. Like, uh, I mean, it's not the, the craziest history because Imakai did like a million side projects. Because uh, I mean, he was running Discord. Like, well, I think he still runs Discord Records, and uh. After Minor Threat broke up, he just started just fucking doing any little side project. There's one called Egg Hunt. It was him mm-hmm. and, uh, and Jeff Nelson, drummer for, for Minor Threat. And you know, just a duo. It was a two-song demo, and it was, a good, it was a good little record. Yeah. And another one called, like, it was just a stupid little story to this. It, it, the name of the band is Screwball screwballed slash grand union because they couldn't agree on the band name i think ian wanted skewballed jeff wanted grand union because like i think skewballed was like some weird word that he found in the dictionary and grand union was like the the mar- supermarkets mm. local supermarkets so they're like oh, fuck it fine we'll have both names <laughs> and they, again one single like a two but, two song single yeah it's and it's good it's fine uh so he's doing all these little side projects and he was starting another one this time with members of the faith led by his younger brother, Alec, Alec. Uh, and, uh, I think they, him, uh, Ian and Jeff just decided like, we can't be in a band together anymore. Like all mm. them, they were just together for too long. There was too many fights. Just like, eh, it's just, can you just when, not do this? When you're in the punk worlds in an, an eternity. Oh yeah. It really was like a yes summer. <laughs> like, hey man, we ran our course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How long do you expect to go? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting like transitional band between Minor Threat and Fugazi, and it definitely sounds right in the middle. It's yeah, an interesting right in the middle, middle too. And it's and I I say in the middle 
but it doesn't really sound like either band. Like the, the writing, the song styles for, for one are like, yeah, nothing even close. And even the, the guitar work, like when I think of a guy's guitar work, I think a lot of galloping. And I don't just mean because of fucking waiting room. I mean, because the whole guy. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not really in here. Yeah, not, nothing like that in here. Cause the, the band is the faith, the band, the faith, which was a great hardcore band. And it was a hardcore band. Like there's mm-hmm. no mistaking. They're a hardcore band. And, it is literally every single member except now Ian singing instead of his brother. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've never listened to the Faith. So uh, excellent hardcore band. They had their their first record was a a split LP with another band called Void. Another crazy fucking band. Yep. So it was always Faith Void Void Faith. There's a little you know uh, small town syndrome type thing where like you you always say the name of the band you like first as the first one. Like, so I always went Void Faith because I like Void a lot. Yeah. But Faith is probably a better band, honestly. Uh, then they had one more EP after that called Subject to Change. But uh, they were good musicians for sure. Yeah. But they didn't sound like Embrace either, even though it's literally every single member. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it sounds like they like deliberately did something something different. Yeah. To- so uh, that's basically the entirety of how the band I, I went yeah. I went too deep and I went to start talking about it. No, and his got, brother went, one thing that happened to his brother when his when he was like four years old, his mom said, like I'm not gonna go that yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was thinking it. Uh so I guess I might as well just at least just kick off the album. Yeah, yeah. Get into the nitty-gritty of it. Hell yes. So this is the one and only album, 1987's Embrace. That's Ian as shit. This uh, this opening track, it's like uh, oh, like minor thread and the replacements a little bit. Yep, yep. Especially those guitars are very replacementy. Yeah, but it's like I would say like the guitar tone throughout the album is pretty bright, very very coursey. Yeah, yeah. I love this riff. God damn it. I love this song, really. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, I think, do you think that when, when Ian, Ian McKay writes sentences, he doesn't use spaces? No, that's how he sings. 100% he doesn't, because I was like... I decided to like read along with some of the lyrics and I'm like, holy shit, he is. He, oh, taking liberties with that fucking pronunciation, man. He's really smashing dude, words. He, he put a layer of olive oil all over the fucking <laughs> word. Glide right through all these. <laughs> yeah, it's really uh, interesting, like reading the lyrics and then hearing how he this like yeah. gets through it. And we, I mean, one of the, the reasons why, one of the biggest reasons why this is so influential is the lyrics. Very fucking emotional. Yeah. Sad. Depressing as shit, dude. Yeah. I remember this hearing this as a teenager. Um I something like No More Pain, I feel like that kind of like blends the the emotion with some of the, the straight edge values mm-hmm. on there. So yeah, I could I could see that. And also uh, a few of these songs, as is for a lot of punk things still felt very like the lyrical content felt very timely still to this day. Because that's the thing about, and this is coming as a guy who doesn't really 
care about lyrics, but I do appreciate that. I don't know why they're important. Uh, when you're being really honest and sincere about something that's affecting you, that is fucking timeless, dude. Yeah. yeah don't like, I, I think, I think it was a, something that Bob Dylan said about the Beatles thing, about like, they don't write anything, you know, meaningful or bigger than themselves or something, mm. something like that. I don't remember the exact quote, but then I thought like, so fucking what, who get like, how is it less real if it's about you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think that's something that's, like, directly tied into, like, the D.C. scene where, like, um, you know, like, L.A. or, or New York, you know, they they sing about things. But as, you know, D.C. is, it's, like, the people who live in the, the like, level of, like, there's people who live in D.C. and they're poor. And then there's this all these rich like politicians running around. It's a very dichotomized. So, yeah, place, to, yeah. Me, to me, that that is not just here, but, you know, but for some reason, I thought about that more than his other bands. Yeah, it's certainly more. Uh, I, I don't know, because it, it, it maybe it's it's so relatable because it's like guy in his 20s going through emotional stuff rather than an angry kid trying to figure himself out or whatever the fuck Fugazi wrote about, you know? Yeah. 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 Fugazi, a little more, a little more abstract. Yeah, lyrics. exactly. Yeah. Th this is extremely digestible. Very, relate, very relatable. And I mean, painfully relatable because I bought this album when I was actually before I go into that story. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you'll see the reissue cover there. This isn't the original cover. Couldn't find a big size, the original cover. I don't know why they changed it. I don't know why it's so hard to find, but yeah. I think it's kind of better. It's, it's almost like a, picasso-esque oh i'm i'm looking at it on wikipedia yeah yeah, yeah i it's a little more detailed yeah I yeah th i think i'm, I'm with you i yeah. like the original one better but i but i bought this when i was 13 eighth grade 13 fucking rough age dude rough age are you sure it wasn't oh. like five or seven I'm or some hey, fucking i know i know to disappoint you i got this one a little late into my twilight years of 13 but it's a uh, uh but I remember uh, hearing this uh, and fucking, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was first without a doubt building building was like my song of self pity. Like, yeah, I'm a fuck up. I'm a failure. <laughs> no one gives a shit about me. I, I fuck everything up. Just don't talk to me. And I, that's like the most emo goddamn song that on the album. I'm going to, I'm going to give a quick look over. Oh yeah. Just looking at two lines. I'm like, yeah, I never, yeah. yeah. I can't get what I want. I'm a failure. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, I fucking get it, dude. I've fucking been there. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because that's, that's one of the songs where like the bright guitars really stood out to me. The main hook has uses harmonics. Very. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to have these, like, I'm a fuck up. I'm a failure, but like the guitar. It's so are, poppy yeah. and happy. It was not, it's like sappy. It's not really yeah. happy. And also about the, the guitar playing. So all of them sound very, like you're saying, bright, very chorusy. Clearly, a lot of chorus on on them, and they're amazing, intricate, complex guitar lines that are fucking buried. They're just buried behind the bass and Ian. Mm -hmm. And it's like there's a couple uh, outtakes or, or demos rather at the at the end of the oh, reissue, the end, yeah. and you could hear the guitars way louder in those versions. So it's not like those, it's not like those are better, but at least like oh shit, they're playing a bunch of really complicated shit yeah two guitars doing like interplay it's like almost it's almost proggy yeah yeah um definitely did not feel like a uh a punk band where it was just 
oh, uh, we want to start a band and no one can really play, which also I feel like is, a, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from because like very rarely do I listen to a punk band and I'm like, these guys can't play. Well, like the, you're listening to the good ones, Alex. You listen to the good. I trust me. The, 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 are bad the, are bad the cream rises Ooh, to the yeah. top. Yeah. So, okay, you're 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 right. It's it, it is bizarre how many hardcore punk drummers are amazing. Drummers. Like really it's talented. Mind yeah. blowing because I mean, uh, yeah, Jeff Nelson from Minor Thread alone. It's like, oh god, did he ever get tired? And same with. This band, like the same with yeah, the faith was super fast as well. Uh Iver Hansen. I Iver Hansen, yep. Uh on the the 20 years of Discord box set, which is terrifying to me that it's already gonna be 20 years old. I oh my god. Uh because they've been around for like 40 years now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. So I got that when it was 20, <laughs> 20 fuck. And in there it has like a bunch of you know brief biographies of each band and stuff. It was like an overview. And in both bands that Ivor Hansen was in, obviously the Faith and Embrace, uh, the pic, the photos that they used, he was cropped out. So they added like a little bubble with his photo, like it's attached at the very end. It looks like on both bands, on both. Like, That's great. Yeah. So it's like the same awkward photo of him on the drums. Uh, good drummer. Good fucking drummer. Yeah. Uh, especially I like Pat, his playing on past. That is. Oh, Yeah. You know Dude, what? Best fucking baselines. Put, put yeah, that bitch on. Yeah, it's a short episode. Let's uh, let's give the people uh, a little taste. Yeah. I was always floored by the baselines in this song. Kind of took over. Yeah. It's like, those are two guitars, though. And you can't tell what the fuck they're doing. They're doing awesome shit. Yeah. It's a shame. I, again, to reference uh, a Minnesota punk band, kind of reminiscent of Husker Do. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Husker Do. Husker Do. Um, where, yeah, the guitars are really just, like, bleeding into yeah. each other. And they're, they're almost, like, turning into one guitar, which is, like... When you're doing as much interesting stuff that they're doing, you don't want that. You want you want them fucking panned yeah. to like the extremes. You want to hear each one. Maybe uh, with some lossless audio some on, Apple, on Apple Music. Ooh, it's out now, people. <laughs> That'll make up for all the other bullshit about Apple Music for sure. But what else do I? I mean, I love pretty much every song. I only uh, no more pain. I only don't like it because it's uh, it's paced. Right, it's it's sequenced right after mm-hmm. uh, "Do Not Consider Yourself Free," which is so pissed off and angry, and I, I love it. But "No More Pain" is another super super edgy song, like, and it's those back to back kind of feel like feels like one big song. And uh, "Can't Forgive," which I uh, I don't know what what about it. It almost feels like a like it has a potential to be like an '80s one hit wonder, like if like, if like a shitty band like out outfield decided yeah. to play that. I feel like oh that could, that could, that could be accessible enough for '80s mainstream bullshit. I kind of. Felt like um, what the hell? I felt like spoke was like. It felt like there were some goth elements there, and that's mm. where I was like, oh, I could imagine like uh, a, you know, a pop '80s band taking it and turning it into yeah. It's it's very clear how these guys, for at least their style of writing, was influential, but almost 
like listening to it, you almost like, like how the fuck, like it doesn't sound like it, but you could see how one can draw mm. the, the line from dot A to dot, to dot B. It's, uh, it's, it's almost a stretch. It's like, I get how it influenced it, but it fucking, I, it could have gone any other direction. Yeah. This yeah. is a very, very early on. Extremely like, embryonic. Like yeah. even, even with it, it having the word emo and the, the fucking subgenre. if you just, if you compare an emo band, it's, it's not, it's nothing like, no, I, I don't think like modern emo fans would like these, like, no, these older your yeah. sunny day real estates. This is your- dirty. This is raw as fuck. Ian sings like Ian. Yeah. <laughs> like he is yeah. not a singer, dude. I love his voice, but he's not <laughs> like a like a singer singer, man. The dude doesn't put spaces in words. But it's still in it still comes across as very moving. He's the most sincere, he has like the most sincere fucking voice ever, man. He's the most honest sounding guy. You can feel the emotion in <sighs> you ever. But Oh, fuck, that was nice. But for sure, the production, I think, is just doing a, a huge disservice to these goddamn... There's no punch to the song. There's no punch at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a punk, <laughs> for a punk album, yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah. But yes, it could have, you know, could have, you know, maybe highlighted certain things here and there more than others. But, you know... It's a real, it's a real blessing that the bass is as good as it is. It, it's wild, dude. It's doing all kinds of fucking Descendants type shit. Yeah, very rarely is, again, very rarely is the bass like bought to the forefront. Yeah, and in these. Uh, Speaking of a uh, Descendancy, uh, said gun. That's said damn gun. Pat punk, Pat punk, pop punk. I yeah, I like that song. That was one of the songs where I'm like, this feels, feels timely. Where it's just calling out these these uh these hate mo- these organizations is driven by hate and i'm like yeah that could uh that could be uh, a protest anthem these days mensa i know dude it's, mensa, fucking, it's a problem fucking those fucking big brain bitches fucking mothers against drunk drivers get the yep fuck. get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah I I did enjoy said gun. Uh, money, money. Money's the, the fucking best. Uh, yeah, money's the best. Yeah, yeah. it uh, makes me think about all those assholes posting about how they've made money you in the stocks recently. I'm like <laughs> the stocks. That's how you know someone didn't, that doesn't actually know what stocks are. The stocks. <laughs> if it's that easy, everyone would be fucking doing it. It's I not just, easy. Yeah, you gotta, it's got it's got to be really I, on it. It's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. I think the, those people got lucky. Or they're getting fucked, and so they want to put this, this persona, much like they're talking about in the song, and why yeah. I'm talking this persona in front. That yeah. oh, I'm well. Well, the thing with uh, what I know about stocks, it's like it's just, just as much of a gamble as gambling. It's like it, gambling. It's, it's you gotta gam- know. You yeah. gotta know how to play the game. You gotta know what you're doing. You can't just go in there and like fuck it. I'm gonna buy this for this fucking hundred dollars make- on black. Like yeah. that's that's what. Well, I feel like, you know, people who post about, yeah, fuck, fuck it, fuck, fuck their money. I don't give a fuck about your money because yeah. it means too much to you. Yeah. Or it means so much to you. Uh, yeah. It's, it's also what I say a lot. Like, I don't need money, dude. You got to look find what makes you happy, which is what oh, you have to say when you have no money. Yeah. I have no option <laughs> to be optimistic. Yeah. I need you fucking money, dude. Yeah. Like now. You have to buy, you have to buy into that thought process. <laughs> Oh god! But that's that was the first song uh, I ever heard from Embrace. It was on that box set. That's how I got introduced mm, to a lot of yeah. Discord that bands. seems. I'm assuming because there's an alternate take of it that that was their 
They're, they're one hit. As big, yeah, as big as you can get for for fifteen shows, dude. And also uh, to go back to that that weird that weird thing where we're, you can play so little, do so little, exist for so little, and then you still make a splash. Uh, one other example I think of from the hardcore scene, and obviously they're not, they're not important now, but at the time it was a band called Negative Effects. They're from Boston. Don't say it. Fuck Boston. You said it anyway. Uh, I'm saying fuck Boston. I'm saying Husker do. I'm saying dancing because it feels good and it's pissing people off. I'm going to shoot myself <laughs> on camera. <laughs> and you'll all know why. You'll all understand. Uh, so it was a band called Negative Effects. They're part of the, the Boston crew, which was a bunch of, they were all straight edge, but they were dicks about it. They would mm. fight about it. And Negative Effects was the most popular band. They played, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, four shows. Yeah. Four shows. And everyone in the crowd knew all the words to their songs. They, Holy shit. It was like, how do you do, like, what the fuck did you do to them? Like, yeah. Did you drug them? What the, I don't even get it. How do people feel this passionate about? And they're a good band, but yeah. it's like, all right. I don't know. I, I still don't know the lyrics and I've heard the record a million times. So that's mm-hmm. fucking impressive. But it's a thing where it's like, if you, if you just, if you hit it the right time, you struck a chord and people, they're going to fucking praise. Plus at this time, Ian was like a local celebrity. In the yeah. Punk scene. Like you, you're in minor threat. Then yeah, people yeah. love you. It's like him and bad brains. They run, run the town. Yeah. Dude. And what I, I know nothing about go, go funk bands. But yes. Yeah, yeah. Also. Yeah. Those, those were the three like DC things. Go, go funk, uh, Ian and bad brains. That's, that's all you need. At this, I mean, to this day, I still think of DC. Whenever I think DC, I think Discord. I can't, I can't separate the two. Oh yeah, yeah just, I, of course. I was yeah. DC hardcore is my favorite scene in all of in all of punk. Um, a lot of good bands came out of there. Uh, Scream, Scream came out of there. Yeah, they, they were the Discord's first full length record. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I've I've never given Scream a uh, a proper listen. Their first albums, uh, still Screaming. It's fucking really cool. There's some really good sh- like again another band uh, that oh. These guys are clearly like amazing musicians, but I think even at the time, Scream was considered like considered by everyone that's like, oh, these guys are good. These guys yeah. know what they're doing. They're not. Yeah, like, they don't. They're, they're gonna. Fucking, yeah, they're gonna be something, or someone in there is going to be something. That was I think it was before does before Dave Grohl. Yeah, oh, he okay, joined yeah. like after after. Uh, I don't know which album he joined, but it was uh, not in the first album for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's a talented bunch of dudes, and clearly they. Well, you know, they just missed the mark of like a little bit. They had the guy, <laughs> but they had him a so little close. too soon. <laughs> a little too so close. <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, Palm Pilot to the uh, to the iPhone. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame. It was good for what it was. Yes. The, the BlackBerry, great for what it was. In just terms of keys, forget about too it. Too early. Execution wasn't right. It's fucking sad. Uh, they were a video. What's, no, LaserDisc. They were LaserDisc. Oh, yeah. Some shit. Yeah. Uh, what else? So I do really, I mean, I really love this album. You're, you're a little bit more lukewarm on it, but this one was like, it was a on rotation in Damn. as a, as a teenager, my brother was like obsessed with it as well. My, my other brother, my fucking crazy nutty brother, he, even he was all obsessed with it. Like everyone who heard this was like, fuck yeah, dude, embrace. I, I did listen to the album more than my required listening to mm-hmm. just in case I had like an aha moment. Uh, no, uh, God. Damn it. I think uh, it's nah, dude. Ah, uh, nah. Uh, I think it's like if you're like a Discord fan or anything Ian does, it's it's very cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I would like 
If I was talking to someone, I'd be like, oh, did you know there was like this? I fucking. Oh, you do it already. I do yeah. it already. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Apparently, I should fucking not do that. Goddamn. I, I think it's very good. No, I get it. I get why people like it. If this didn't strike a chord with me. Ah, uh, you fucking Discord fucking <laughs> bitch. Fucking, but like, okay, so one thing, it does more stuff too. So it has all the really cool guitar lines, pretty like almost just licks more than riffs, you know, just like there's a lot of lead stuff, you know, like I keep saying guitar interplay, they're doing different stuff with each other. But on dance of days, which I fucking, it's a wonderful, lovely song that chorus. It's a, it's a pretty kind of harmonized group song chorus. And then right after the chorus, all kinds of fucking backwards guitar, psychedelic shit going on. Mm -hmm. So there's still like interest. There's still stuff that punk bands never did here. No. Yeah. Still some pretty advanced stuff. They were not, doing anything by the the numbers sound wise yeah and, i mean also at this point ian was pretty pretty bitter about punk and hardcore and he like i think it was like he believes it died in 83 even though there's like a cool three years left of bands putting out pretty good records or really good records and but, there was some sort of revolution in the summer there was a revolution yeah, i so. believe it was in cuba <laughs> but uh yeah that's around the same time period of, you know right to spring and that that gave birth to fucking, you know, Guy Pachota, Brandon Canty, and then what do you know, Ian McKay, and yeah. bam, and then we get Fugazi. And this was released in 87, and I A believe, year after they broke up. Yeah, right? oh. yeah, something like that. Yeah, 87, which is also, I believe, the same year as Fugazi's first record, unless it was 88. It might have been 88. No, I think it was 88. I hope self-titled Fugazi. I hope someone gets on you, and they're like, it's pronounced Fugazi. <laughs> yeah, you're a Fugazi. You're a fug <laughs> ah, I'm gonna say it. no. I'm not gonna say it. Fugaga, there I said it. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Repeater was uh, released 1990, but I'm assuming they had like no. EP. Yeah, the EPs, the 13 yeah. songs, is made up of the self-titled EP and, and Margin Walker. I got it right here. Good. Good. 80, 88. Yeah, 88. Yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, but 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 where am I? Where am I at? But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, there's not much more to say. It's paced for, and it, it's paced well. I mean, all this, there's no really bad songs on here. It's short, it's short as fuck. It's very consistent. Uh, and the only problem I have with uh, the, the pacing of it is that last song, I think, is pretty fucking weak closer. It's not a bad song, but it's one of my less favorite songs. Uh, and it's very short. It's very, you know, happy-ish happy and kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just ended with a rocker when it should have fucking ended with the end of a year, which is like the slowest song, the moodiest song. Uh, and I do mean moody in like an indie indie kind of way. It's not like edgy moody. It's not really like no, dark. Yeah. No, nothing on here is dark except for the lyrics. Uh, but I think that should have for sure been the closer. Uh, also, it's already like kind of on. I it has end in the title. I know, like last song is last like, song is like the little on the nose. It's cheek, a, yeah, yeah, but this is, I feel like this would have been just as is cheeky. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it feels like it almost was, and at the very last minute, they're like the last song. I have no idea if that's true. Probably isn't. Just made it up. But yeah, I dig the album a lot. If you like Ian's stuff at all, this is a fucking must. Yeah, it's, yeah. If yeah. you like any Fugazi, I think you should check this out just for like the just the sake of where it came from. Uh, that whole summer is what birthed Fugazi pretty much. Like, yeah, at least like the, you know, when it, he started in that scene, let him stretch his legs a little creatively. Uh, yeah. 
I don't want to say find his voice because his voice. His is, voice would say this day one, day <laughs> last, last, just, yeah, less last scre- week. Whatever. Less screamy. It's there's still s- screamy, but it's like he's singing here. Mm-hmm. He's singing here. And there's some moments where like in uh, If I Never Thought About It, he sounds just desperate. And it's like, oh, this poor guy. I'm sorry, buddy. I know it doesn't work out all the time. I'm sorry. God. Yeah, well, it sounds like he's on the board like on the verge of tears in that song. Well, when, when you look like a Muppet. He's uh, He does have some big ears, but he's not the worst looking guy. A little goofy. No, for sure. A little no. goofy. Uh, he's no Henry Rollins. I'll tell you that. I don't know. But yeah, for sure. Any fans of Ian? No, uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I believe... Uh, the way they broke the way they broke up i think it was just what i read was like there was the faith broke up for a reason and then they just reformed with the guy's older the singer's older brother <laughs> so it's like nothing's it's the same fucking situation yeah so plus those feelings didn't go anywhere <laughs> exactly yeah except maybe the song is where they're so fucking upset but uh f- yeah f- from the little i know about ian at the time i think he was a little bit of like a little bit for control guy. He was, I think he was one of the, obviously the main songwriter. You um, mean the guy who runs his own label? He's a successful man. Sometimes you got to fucking <laughs> cr- break a couple eggs uh, or crack a couple eggs. I think is the phrase. Yes. Yes. Uh, he looks like an egg. That's what he looks like. He looks like an egg. Yes. There we go. But yeah, so uh, yeah, plus, plus the, the band already conflicting with each other and then him, you know, being probably like, I'm sure it was just a fucking time bomb. Yeah, yeah. This uh, this punk game not meant to last long. Can't. Circle Jerks literally wrote the song "Live Fast, Die Young." Yep. And then then they kept playing shows until like last month. Like they're still fucking together. <laughs> Die already, dude. Holy shit, Keith Morris. How old are you? Are like we talked about on Crass. Like holy shit. I don't. They're like fucking eighty. Dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Especially Crass. Holy shit. I don't. But at least they had the fucking goddamn dignity to, to put a pin in it, you know, or put a, out, pull a plug yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, I thought they're not great though, but not geriatric, geriatric crass. I don't think I want. I don't, I don't no one, that. no one wants that. No. I don't think it makes me laugh when I when I see just because like I mean, youthful genres don't they age well? I think I think the music ages well for what it is. The people who like it don't age well. Like, yeah. even stuff that's pretty timeless, like Neil Young. Dude, it's like, I think it was a Christmas party years ago. And my grandma's a total bitch, man. Holy shit. And she, God bless her. She just says shit. You know, I, say, I just say shit, too. So I have to kind of sure. show some love. We were at my uncle's. And they're all, they're all boomers. They're all dad rock. They're all fucking put on America, the band and leave it, like leave it. All oh, right? man. Yeah. So there's always some old concert, old guy concert. And I don't mean from 1972. I like mean, Kurt. from 2002 yeah, yeah. of the band from 1972. So he had, he had Neil Young on. All right. Love Neil Young. That motherfucker does not look good these days playing his crazy horse songs with a full on noisy ass. No. Yeah. Like noisy, his noisy distortion, which is already really fucking noisy as a, as an 80 year old, his fucking comb over flying in the wind, like sweaty with like a half button shirt. It's just like, oh God. So my grandma fucking the, rocking the, the rock, bit, yeah. Rocking in the free world. <laughs> the bitch that my grandma is, she's like, look at this idiot. Look at it. Like, you're an old man. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I, I know, I agree. Fuck. And my uncle got really hurt by it. He was really? like, Hey man, that's my hero, man. Like, what the fuck? Come on, man. <laughs> 
You should show your grandma pictures of uh, Robert Smith now. Oh my god! Now it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> He's the scariest looking guy I've ever seen. Uh, you ever seen the? You ever see the Curie Live? Yeah, I was with you. You with me? I you was were there, with you. Yeah. dude. We were so <laughs> fucking lucky that we were we were past nosebleeds. We were in the on the lawn of the, the like the, the the corresponding property, the Hollywood Bowl. Too big. Too, too big. Goddamn big. But God bless whoever got us the tickets there because we didn't have to see us. On the monitor, we couldn't even tell how old he looked. Like, that's how far we were. Sounded great. Sounded I, great. And I started listening to more Cure music Dude, after that. So they sounded really good. They sounded amazing. It was really fucking uh, impressive. Yeah. Uh, so something's working out. I mean, like, they never stopped, though. Like, I think it's a, it's got to be some kind of correlation. Like, the, the people who break up and they reunite, they usually a lot of mm. roughness there. But the ones who keep, keep it going. An object in motion stays in motion, Hell I guess. Yeah. Although I did hear a uh, a story once of, of King Buzzo saying that he saw the, the Rolling Stones as old man once and it was like a fucking wall noise in not a good way. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> How can it? <laughs> Just fucking. I was like, we, you guys are really old. We're going to need a lot more reverb. You should put re- on everything. Yeah. Reverb on everything. I've seen Sabbath one and a half times because I the second time was so bad i didn't care and i almost wonder if the first time was even good or if i was just like oh yeah like the googly eyes about it so yeah yeah yeah, just so like excited about it the first time i had no like the rose-colored glasses but uh yeah that's how i was with uh when i first saw danzig i was i was 13 i was like obsessed with sam hayne and danzig Mm -hmm. uh misfits also but uh yeah it was a uh, it was the blackest of the black tour. I'll never forget because it was like nothing but extreme metal bands on that bill. It was fucking behemoth and like trivium and all kinds of other bands that I n- would never listen to. Although I'll probably, fuck, I'll probably give behemoth pr- a shot now. It was pretty fucking rad. Yeah, I don't think you'd like trivium, but yeah, but behemoth. I got put into behemoth late in life. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine myself because even at the time where I was so off put by any kind of extreme metal, at the time I was like, there's parts of this that i'm actually enjoying this is kind of of crazy so when he went out i was like yeah yes i can't believe it he's still alive (laughs) but then like uh you know years later as like uh like an adult i saw him again because i got a free ticket i was like this isn't good at all oh my god yeah (laughs) goodness poor guy he's fucking dying up there just call it a day yeah but uh how the fuck did we get to that just you know talking about concerts and Oh, yeah. But speaking of concerts, they're coming back slowly, slowly. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I got a few tickets. I'm going to a baseball game this weekend. So, shit. Hold it. You, to be honest, you you enjoy baseball? I, okay. I like going to a game. I like, I will not watch it on TV regularly. I watch the postseason and I will go to a game if someone invites me. So, you you don't hate it? I don't hate it. I Uh. like, I like the app. The atmosphere uh-huh. at, a, at a baseball park. There's just something. Some eighty-year-old man in me really likes eighty-year-old man or eight-year-old boy. Either either way, um, yeah, I, yeah, it might be like the eight-year-old boy too. This going to uh, those those Dodger games in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were any good, but like I could, no way. <laughs> but for some reason, I could like list off like a a few few members mm-hmm. like. Fucking, I remember like Gary Sheffield would like get into fights a few times. That was a delight. They had a Japanese picture named Hideo Nomo. All who right. was like supposed to be a phenom and maybe he was, but 
I remember going to games and people being disappointed a few times. And <laughs> Fuck, man. I, I've uh, been to two baseball games in my entire life. One as a kid where I remember nothing. And I think Dodgers lost. I didn't care. Had no, I didn't even like, yeah. I have you met me, dad? I play music. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know what that is. They're hitting a fucking, they're using a stick. See, cause my mom would take us to like the 4th of July games uh-huh. too. So you like, even if we didn't want to go to the game, you could show up late and the fireworks are just fucking. Uh, that's pretty rad. I don't know these, it's probably still dope, but uh, mm. you got, you got to go on the, the theme nights. Yeah. Or like they, they have like a, all you can eat section, which mm. is all the, fucking fat people go and it's Ooh, yeah. it's not all you can eat it's until they run out of fucking food that, to be fair i think that's the the policy on every buffet just yeah. most of them don't run out of food no they the fucking all you can eat baseball tickets fucking run out of food it's it's kind of gross that's the way pretty people gr- act i'm not surprised gross. yeah but it's gross oh jesus last time i went to baseball it was fucking long time ago early 20s late teens late teens and i went with a friend of mine and she was a huge baseball fan which is already odd like yeah. when, when a girl is like it, like into baseball for some reason i feel like it's the most girl-friendly sport like how though it's also boring i don't know but like odds i this and i have nothing to back this up this is like my gut feeling i feel like if you're talking to a girl baseball is the safest bet if she's into a sport or even like a little bit it's it's most likely going to be baseball and if she's into basketball she likes black guys but for if you're black guy, you got nothing to worry about got nothing hey. to worry about but if you, if you look like us got something to worry about i love basketball more that's my that's my jam that's true yeah. honestly basketball is the funnest one to watch for, as a guy who hates sports has no stake in anything has no desire to be there <laughs> it's fucking high scoring <laughs> there's slam dunks dude dunks it's just running up and down the court yeah. Like, what's not to like about it? <laughs> you heard it, folks. That is that is the ultimate sales pitch. I if if I ran shit, I would fuck reinforcing those black or the backboards. I want those shits breaking regularly. I've seen. I've also seen the cable guy, Alex, and I yeah. agree that every single backboard should be. My yeah, my love of basketball is informed by NBA Jam. I thought that's what real basketball. I've was. not seen one man go uh, set a blaze yet. It's a little disappointing. Yeah, not like not physically, but like I've seen it. You know, you seen like the 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 Super Saiyan aura. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a, a Steph Curry or a, a Kobe Bryant. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get. They fucking activated that Kyle Ken shit as soon as they fucking dunked. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, yeah, can't miss. God damn it. Uh, yeah, the the last game I went to, she was like I said she was super into, into baseball, but we're in LA, obviously heavy Dodgers fans. Yes. And let's just say the Dodgers fans over here, a little heavy, a little heavy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. They got them. They got that. They come packing, dude. They come packing. And she didn't like the Dodgers. She was a Giants fan. Whoa. So they came to LA. And she's up there with that, her fucking giant scare. And she's like talking mad shit to like really casual people in line. Like, what the fuck get, is wrong with you? That'll legitimately get you killed. Literally killed. Because Literally people killed. Are fucking animals. Insane. She's a fucking animal too. I don't talk to her anymore. She's fucking dangerous, dude. She scared me. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I have like a, a shame about like liking the Dodgers due to due to the this all the stereotypes yeah yeah la for life dude dude yeah i'm gonna be wearing my second 
cholo accent of the day. Real, too. real high socks when I go. Super high, dude. I, as long as yeah. you wear your size T-shirt, you'll be all, you'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah. If someone tries to sock check me, I'm gonna be ready to go. <laughs> Ever have a man step on your sneakers on purpose? Fucking. Oh, these sh- these shits are new. Don't fuck with my ultra boosts. I think I, I think that happened to me once, in like middle school, where everyone fought, and I was like, dude, do you think I like my shoes? <laughs> I know, I know, I never got it. I never <laughs> fucking got it. Like, you're walking on dirt in the ground. Why would you care that much? Yeah, and also, my, I mean, not the, we we've left Embrace a long time ago, but it, it it was around the same time period. Fucking. What else you know, are we gonna grade. fill this up with? <laughs> we're, 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 we're fine, but like we can end it now. But uh, fucking middle school is like when I was hearing this, and that was like the dude, man. Middle school is. I, I recently heard a podcast where they called it. They called middle school gem pop. I'm like, fuck, that is exactly what it is. Oh yeah, dude, middle yeah. school is straight up a prison yard. It's man, dude. Anything goes. Anything goes. You could say what ever you like everybody said the worst shit to, like holy holy fuck dude yeah the yeah i went to middle school in like technically montebello uh-huh. and it was fucking wild i like, went right in the hood dude yeah. i was in the hood and it mine was I probably fought a lot yeah i know i uh, i know which one you're talking about i believe or at least in the, the general area it's it was like off the 60 where that park is does it start um, with a b uh, I don't know. It's off of Garfield, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I yeah. don't even remember yeah. what fucking middle school. I don't even know the uh, name. It, it might just be Montebello Middle School. I, I, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I almost went there. My mom tried to get me to go there because the one that I was supposed to go to, she said, it's way too dangerous. And my brothers oh, went there yeah. and they had a rough go of it. Ooh. They were fucking yeah. they were picked on a lot. So she's like, "You no, know, not going. There. And I said, nah, nah, man. Fuck that. I'm going to that fuck. Oh my, put, put all my boys. Coach. Oh my boys. Put me in, dude. I can do it. Oh my boys are there. What I'm you, not missing that. What do you mean Robert got picked on? I would have never thought. <laughs> He's such a sweet boy. He's such a sweet man. And I was a little bit I was aggressive. I would fight a lot. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I don't know. Dude, put me there. Put me there. You deserve it. Dude. And so I bullied my mom into making me go. <laughs> hey, I kicked it off. I came in hot, dude. I'm going to start bullying my mom. You guys have no have a fucking to chance. To, to go to the bully school. Exactly. <laughs> so I go to the bully school and it was gnarly. I, my first year, I had many fights, many, yeah. ooh, many fights. I fought at one point I had, I fought multiple people at once and I was like, it was like a fucking, and so that was my most violent year, I think. And then the next year, I was a little bit less so, but I was still, you know, a couple of fights every now and then. And then eighth grade, the year of embrace, eighth grade now was up. finally, <laughs> finally, where Mike went too far, where Mike went oh. too far. I told the story before in our, uh, I think it was our, our Husker Du episode, maybe. That's right. Uh, the aftermath. But that was the year where I got my face torn open and it was blood everywhere and I had to go to the hospital. Damn. That was that year. And that Damn. was in middle school. And that was the year of embrace. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that fighting has such like that fighting's not like the movies. Like you can't just get into a scrap and no. call it that. It There's there are some sometimes there is a part two. Yeah. It's a fucking to be continued on that shit. Yeah, there's lots of repercussions. There. Yeah, it's it's gnarly, uh, but fucking teaches you, dude. I learned so much from all that, dude. You fucking oh, it teaches you what <laughs> the world is like. Nah, dude, you fucking you 
you you talk like a man, you get treated like a man. You like you fucking talk some shit. You're all right. Someone's gonna call on you, call you on it at some point. Fucking watch yourself. Holy shit. That's yeah. just that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, you, you raise your kids the way you want to raise your kids. Ten cent of the Montebello. Fucking, I don't care. <laughs> Never been in, never been in a fight. Oh, it's uh, it's, I don't recommend, <laughs> I don't yeah. recommend it. Yeah. Although everyone, I do recommend fight training because that that teaches you a lot of dis- oh, yeah. discipline and a lot yeah. of, yeah, yeah. Dabbled a little bit in in kickboxing, and it's uh, it's it's great. Learning any kind of self defense is is just fucking so important. Uh, jujitsu was like I, I have I not I have not taken jujitsu, but I've taken um. Krav, Krav Maga, and they they also taught a lot of jujitsu there as well. So I know the basics, but like that kind of stuff, like like a lot of the holds, a lot of the chokes, and whatever, uh, that stuff is like, yeah, that that not only will not land you in jail for like you know beating someone to death, but it's also super safe. Like if they don't know how to counter that, then you'll just choke them out and say situation resolved, get out of there. I know, nice sleeper hold, just knock them out. Just just fucking just yeah, just get get in there. Finish it real quick. He's not gonna die. He's not gonna hit his head on the fucking car. He's fine. Just gonna knock just him out. Get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Relieve the situation and get out. It's like just having that knowledge that you can do that is it puts your fucking mind at ease. Like, all yeah. right, just it also makes you. Not, oddly enough, uh, when I started learning to fight, is when I stopped wanting to fight. It, 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 you don't have the energy. Don't have the energy. It's exhausting. Also shows you that there's out there people who can whoop your fucking ass if you know you're gonna get your ass kicked and that stuff. And good. You fucking uh You deserve it, Mike. I do. <laughs> I do deserve it. Not anymore though, because I've well, I haven't hit somebody in a long time. That's a it's a thing of the past at this point. You think if I chucked my water bottle You'll across, make it in the trash can? Or would I screw I hope no do it and I hope you screw everything up. That's where we're That'd at. That'd be in very this podcast. funny. Yeah. Kobe. Oh, shit, made, you did it. Made it. Holy fuck. I wasn't expecting you to make it. Boom. Right. I tell you right now, I would not have made that. I would, not, <laughs> I would have gotten mad and punched it. <laughs> I was like, I might miss, hit the camera. That would have let him do it. Yeah. Way better. That would have been way better. <laughs> uh, we might, yeah, we might have yeah, wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah that's We're just talking shit at this point. Uh, yeah, but we did our job, goddammit. We discussed the fucking album in detail. Uh, it's a good fucking album. Listen to it if you want. And uh, now we're just going to just fucking close it out. Uh, we got a lot of homework for our next episode. We're banking this one. You know, we'll be out at some point. Yeah. Uh, that. Well, not the next one that you guys are listening to. The next one we're recording. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll have already heard it uh, by the time. This, it'll already be out, but it's a lot of work. But, I guess we could just fucking talk. Oh, yeah. DMX. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think this is a game? I don't want to like waste all my. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't uh, want to yeah. waste your, your all my material. But uh, yeah, if, whoo, I'm three albums in, and whoo. oh boy, oh whoo. boy, I uh, can't wait, can't wait. But yeah, so thank you all so much for listening, watching. If you want to help us out, subscribe, hit all the dumb fucking buttons. If you want, you don't have to do shit. All right, you're an individual. We will we'll eat on our own. You do what you, what your heart says. Uh, Fucking uh, follow me on Instagram at Pander Monkey for clips of this show, clips of Twitch channel that I do, and clips of me playing music. Uh, yeah, recording EP should be out by this year, and uh, I'm excited for that. Got my first vocal track session in like a couple weeks, and it will be very cool. But you can also follow Alex at Mother Puncture if you just want pictures of vinyls. Hell yeah, I do. I like the the uniformity. Of it that, that, that you post. Uh, I'm, I'm tr- I try to like, I, yeah, post like all the same artists uh, in order. Yeah. Plus, like, just like the, the way it's shot, it's a good, it's good uh, aesthetic. 
Thank Aesthetically you. pleasing, yeah. Thank you, because yeah. I don't really fancy myself a photographer. So thank yeah, you. I always appreciate a, a nice pattern, a nice yeah consistency, uh, stuff like that. Uh, also, Patreon.com/slash/EveryAlbumEver. If you want to help support us, you know, become a patronizer of the pod, you get bonus episodes, early access to certain episodes, and of course, you get to jump the line for tier two patrons if you need to hear us talk about a specific band slash artist. And that is about it. Yeah, but hopefully this July, this comes out. Yeah, hopefully I, I'm told our T-shirt design will arrive in June. Ooh, new T-shirt design. Oh, boy. That's exciting. I'm excited. I'm told it will be done sometime in June. Yeah. So hopefully it's it's out. Hopefully it's out at this time. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, the the we already have merch, but that's like it's not even related to the part. It's just beautiful artwork that my brother did for my first record. Uh, but this is finally official. Official. Yes. E A E A E merch. We paid someone to make a, a t-shirt a design. design. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a beautiful capitalism capitalism work. Hell yeah. Also, this kind of respecting your friends and respecting what they do for a living. Never ask your friends to do what they do for a living for free, or yeah. you're a piece of shit. Yes. It's just plain simple. And they probably like you and they might give you a discount. But if they don't, just don't even ask. Just, hey, hey, we all need to make a living. Yes. I'll get ours. Imagine if your friend was a plumber. Like, hey, can you like fix my shitter? Like, you know, just because I'm your boy. That's, yeah. What kind of an ask is that? You wouldn't do that to your plumber friend. Don't do it to your artist friends. That's true. Uh, true. But let's uh, let's finally close it out. I suppose yes. I, I'll take the burden, Alex. Oh, is, it, <laughs> is this a burden for oh, you? I'm doing you a real favor here. You know yeah, that? Yeah. This is an easy one, baby. This is an easy one. What are you doing? Because I don't give a fuck about your money, Alex. Oh, you're doing it. Oh, we're you, doing money. You went the most obvious choice. It's a great song. <laughs> I think it, it it hooked me in first time okay. hearing it. It okay. should hook you all as well, I hope. So thank you all so much for listening and watching. See ya. Motherfuckers. There are